0: Is today, and uh, you know, we are down to the lot kind of down to the wire of you know, you see that the shopping malls are bustling, the grocery stores are bustling, you know, people have already started their travel, uh, which we know that. Really, Thanksgiving is the most traveled holiday, but this particular holiday is a heavy travel day, uh, as well as the next coming few days. So uh, I highly suggest everyone pack your patience, pack your kindness, for sure you're going to need it, uh, because delays will be, they're inevitable and you can't get around that. And that's something that you really, uh, you know, kind of have to triumph over, you have to kind of figure out and renavigate and prepare, it's always best to prepare. Uh, for, you know, I don't want to say the worst, but you want to prepare just in case those things happen. So you're not caught off guard. Uh, Always check, you know, with your airlines before you go. If you happen to be a lucky one that lives close to the airport, keep checking because nine out of 10 times, a lot of times the first delay comes in around the two hour mark uh, of when you're supposed to actually take off, which means that, People are probably either already at the airport or, you know, if you live, live close by, you're, you're certainly on your way. Uh, they, A lot of airlines will tell you still get there uh, for your anticipated arrival. So what I, uh, you know, are, are anticipated, actually anticipated departure. But what I will tell you is do your own due diligence. And before you get to the airport, even days before, uh, but usually around 24 hours in advance. Find out ahead of time where your flight originates from. And that will give you a, a good, clear, you know, idea. You know, is it coming from a hub? Is it coming from an area that already got inclement weather? Um, you know, are they notorious for you know uh, not you know being on time in, in that particular hub. So these are all things that you know you wouldn't think like, oh geez, do I have to do that? Uh, no, of course you don't have to do that, but it is a good idea to really get a, a handle uh, in the, that type of preparation because it just, it happens. And, I'm, um, um, you know, perfect example was when we arrived last Friday, uh, we had a morning flight because I always really tell people book an early, early flight, preferably preferably before noon uh, to make sure that you get out. And Lord behold, our flight originated out of Cuba, Havana, Cuba. There was no inclement weather's issues at all. Uh, the flight originating from Havana was going into Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale had no Uh, issues with weather. So then it comes down to kind of the luck of the draw, you know, was the staff out? were they short pilots, which is definitely all of these things are in our control. But I always say it's a good idea just to kind of get a feel for like, is it going to occur? Should I be preparing extra snacks? Uh, You know, if I've got young ones, do I have things to occupy them? If they're in diapers, do I have enough diapers? You know, wipes, these, these are things uh, that, you know, you can control, you can't control, you know, the universe and the weather and pilot shortages and, uh, you know, short staff, you, that's stuff that we can't control, but we can prepare to say, okay, let's get make sure that we're in a comfortable spot. You know, may, maybe you need to stretch out more. So allow, you know, some extra room, especially if you have a child that, you know, may end up taking a little snooze or, you know, that spouse that or boyfriend or girlfriend that wants to take that extra snooze. So these are all good things that we have to prepare for. So we
1: didn't do our welcome- <laughs> good morning everyone and welcome that's okay yeah welcome to triumph tuesday today is tuesday december 20th and absolutely the wind down to you know five days left and the traveling and the hustle and bustle of the holidays um lots to pack in lots to kind of uh the sights the sounds the smells of course if you're into baking and you know, it's so neat to see, um, you know, everybody on Facebook starting to, you know, post the pictures of all the cookies that they baked and all the different baked goods. So it's kind of neat to see all that.
0: It is. And f- a funny thing that you say that while we are waiting to do our baking a little bit later this year, uh, just because of the way the schedule works out. And ironically, uh, members of the family have already said, hmm. I haven't seen any Tupperware containers of cookies yet. What is going on? Uh, Yeah, we are waiting a little bit later than normal uh, because we're not. There's so many people out there that bake, uh, you know, 10 different types, 15 different types. You know, they've got big groups and then they divvy them up on the family. Well, we don't bake like we used to. So we really are trying to come up with the top three. I know we already came up with the top two, but we're going to probably introduce a third one uh, because, you know, either you end up eating them or they go stale. Uh, And a lot of people say, oh, you can freeze them. They don't taste the same. I don't care what anyone says. A a frozen Christmas cookie does not taste the same after it's thawed. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't.
1: Well, and the funny thing, too, with cookies is we had this big uh, platter like of cookies and little brownies I obviously couldn't eat it but there was a little bit a few left so I put them in a little bowl <laughs> and they're covered but they're hard as rock. So I go to throw them out and Gary's like no because he likes a cookie that's really really hard and crispy so you know what that's fine we'll keep the cookies for Gary well make sure he doesn't break a tooth that the, that is right because that would be kind of uh our luck but you know, I was almost going to have um, a little bit of um, like cut the scone in half or something. I'm like, I am so sick of my blueberry scones right now. They are delicious, no doubt. But, you know, it just seems for the last week, everybody wanted the scones and and I enjoy baking for other people, knowing that they love it and they're going to enjoy it. But I don't want to look at another scone for quite a
0: while. Well, speaking of baking, did you get one of them lemon cookies? The cookies I'm talking, you know that I'm what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, the well, I, I have to talk to uh, Gary's sister about getting that recipe.
0: So you there. did have some.
1: No, no, I can't because they're yeah. they're not. They have gluten in them, um, yeah. but she has made gluten free ones before, and oh. you you would you would not know the difference. Some See, people yeah. say they do now with pizza, of course, like the first day gluten-free pizza is absolutely wonderful. The second day is okay. The third day, mm, you don't really want to, <laughs> you really don't well, want. We, to.
0: we wouldn't even have pizza last the second day. I mean, usually it's, it comes in if it's not gone, it's gone by the morning. Cause a lot of people love cold pizza. I'm one of those who loves cold pizza, but I agree with you with the gluten-free pizza cross some are better than others and you know that that's one of the sacrifices that you make when you realize okay i've got that sensitivity or i have that allergy uh you know i've got to renegotiate and triumph over coming up with a new recipe that is pretty much close to the original uh, but making sure that, you know, the ingredients are conducive to our gut health, because who wants to be sick, you know, unnecessarily when you can help it, and uh, that is part of the the fun part about baking that I'm finding now, or even cooking, is really adapting recipes that, you know, are favorites of the family, or favorites of mine, or just favorite ones that we just enjoyed over the years, and kind of switching them around, and us reinventing them, uh, keeping that same good taste of the flavors of the season, but in a, uh, a version that's tolerant uh, to, to everyone's stomach, because there's so many people that have these different allergies. The other thing that's been going on, obviously, the last few weeks, and I, I have to say it, it comes in waves. I haven't seen a year like this in a very, very long time. Uh, where so many people are really uh, going through a loss, you know, of a loved one. And we always talk about like, you know, we're not in control of that, you know, the timing, you know, and then you say, well, you know, when is a good time, uh, you know, for someone to pass away? Well, we know that there's never a good time. Yeah. There's never a good time unless someone is suffering, and even though it's still not a good time, you you want them not to suffer. So that that that's a no-brainer. But so many people uh, over the last really since um, the end of November up until you know this particular week people that we know people that we're close with are losing uh loved ones and we always say you know when you talk about when you lose that loved one the first are the hardest but it's so hard when it's so close to a major holiday and as especially a holiday such as uh you know um, christmas hanukkah those are really big big holidays for a lot of faiths uh and and other ones as well and when you know you go through such a sad you know unimaginable heartbreaking situation and then knowing that like i still got a function i still i still have christmas coming up especially if there's children involved and you've got to kind of wear that double triple hat of really embracing your grief which you fully haven't even Really accept it because it's so raw, so real, and so soon. Uh, at the same time, putting on that brave hat for the kids that you know they're grieving as well, but depending on their age, they're thinking and you know expecting you know Santa to arrive. To you know really trying to also honor that memory, and you're still trying to be festive. So I, you know, one of the things that I would I highly suggest to people is to know that your loved one is, you know, at peace, they're in a safe space, you know, depending on your belief system. But what would they want? And I think you have to kind of pull yourself away from your own grief, which is very difficult to do, getting out of your own heart, getting out of your own head, and trying to really really be strong to say what would my loved one want they would want me to make sure that you know we're still enjoying enjoying the holiday as best you can there's no easy answer so my heart breaks for so many people Um, it just seems like this has been a season of a lot of loss uh, which we know is part of life we know all those things but I've never seen this many that we've personally known or you know been. Uh, associated with in one way or another to, um, to happen this way. It's just, it's heartbreaking.
1: It It is heartbreaking. And this is uh, for Gary and I, this is um, obviously been a crazy time, perhaps. And this is our second week of wake and funeral. Last week, Um, I don't know if I had mentioned it, but Gary's mom had passed away and um, she was in Maryland. So, you know, the process um, of the family down there, you know, very emotional for everyone and getting her up here, you know, they had to fly the body, of course. And then, you know, this week um, with another family member and then in between going to a friend's mom's wake And then finding out that same day that one of his cousin's mother-in-law that we know very well, it's just like, what is going on? And like we said, we know that this is a part of life. And of course, everybody has different beliefs. Everybody grieves very differently. And it's just been, I think, um, very shocking, very shocking. Right, Right.
0: and one in particular uh, is, is, is a woman uh, that is the mother of uh, our daughter's <clears throat> best friend, and you know it's the second person that I know that have, have succumbed to the disease CJD. I cannot pronounce it. You can look it up CJD, and you know it's a very debilitating. There's there's no um, cure for it. Uh, the usual time frame is four to six months. Um, and it really starts out with, you know, maybe a little bit of confusion, some balance issues, and then you, it's almost like uh, Alzheimer or, or dementia, like fast forward, like to the end of someone that suffers uh, from dementia and Alzheimer, and it's very quick, very quick, like you really don't even have time to catch your breath, you know, you're right in the middle of you know, really helping that person with care. And so sadly, uh, they really prepared her last week. She went into palliative care and uh, passed away this Monday. Uh, in you know, very, very short, short amount of time, very young, 68 years old, which we know is not old at all. Um, and, you know, leaves behind, I think she, I want to say she had seven or 11 children and like 12 grandchildren, I can't remember. Uh, but, but very, very large Polish family and, you know, again, you know, passing away Monday and, you know, Wake is Thursday, Funeral Friday be, you know, obviously a lot has to be dictated because of the Christmas holiday, which she cherished, cherished and uh, was very instrumental in her community uh, with what she did for a living, uh, as well as, you know, you know, just a good friend and, and mother and sister daughter to, to so many. So, you know, when you hear stories of like that, where it's really unexpected, you know, some of, uh, sometimes these, these passings are, you know, they've lived a long life. Uh, they lived a good life and, you know, they're succumbing from it, whether it's heart issues or age, whatever it may be, their body feeling. Uh, but when you hear of someone that young um, and really getting a diagnosis, like, you know, October
1: mm-hmm. slash
0: November and, and boom, here we are in December and she's already gone, you um, you don't even get that chance to catch your breath. So, uh, you know, our hearts go out to, uh, uh, that family and, uh, you know, there's just so many people, our hearts are going out to you guys, like just so many families that are suffering, uh, you know, with heartache during the holiday seasons, it's to it's way to triumph over how you have to reno, re, renegotiate how you're even going to throw your holiday. Because a, a lot of, a, a, a piece of that is really trying to find that balance because, you know, you maybe will get lost with that child opening up that gift or you start thinking of a funny memory and then you, you know, maybe you've had a split few seconds to not Focus on the grief, but focus in the moment, being the present of the goodness that's around you. And then instantly comes like this guilt feeling like I shouldn't feel that because I just lost this loved one. Uh, Such is the cycle of life. And, you know, I think it's, of course, easier uh, to, to give that advice and receive it, uh, mm. because you don't know what you're feeling at any given moment. So, you know, m- my suggestion is just go with, how you feel go with the emotion. If you, you know, a moment comes up where you got to break down, break down. Uh, if there's a moment that you, you're ready to break down, but something goofy or silly sparks this, you know, crazy laughter, go with it. Uh, you know, there's no right or wrong with grief. You just have to let it happen.
1: Yeah. Go with the flow. And I was curious as to what CJD is, because it almost sounds like um, MSA, some of the attributes of that yes. term illness. And I, I couldn't even pronounce it if I even right. tried. Um, it's but difficult. it's a degenerative, degenerative brain disorder that leads to dementia and death. Um, yeah. Extremely rare, fewer than 1000 US cases per year.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and to think that, you know, we've known two over the last few years that have passed away from it is, you know, and it usually hits like 50 and over. That's pretty much what they were saying. And I don't know what the uh, stats are, whether it's mostly women, uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's two women that we knew that succumbed to it, but I don't know if that's, you know, uh, a prerequisite or not you know and you really don't know uh, that you suffer from this very rare disease until you're at the onset of it and there's no cure there's no there's nothing that they could even there's nothing that they can even give you to slow it down right there's no cure there's no cure there's uh, it's all about making that person feel comfort and that's it and that's difficult, especially when they're having that weight of, uh, uh, lucidity where one moment they're themselves and the next minute they can't even function. So you, you, you know, you really, it, it's almost like you're, you're dealt with that, you know, loved one that suffers from dementia or Alzheimer's. But you do have some some prep time. Uh, you do have medications out there to assist uh, in slowing the process uh, and/or making them comfortable. Or this, there's there's no cure. There's no no medication. There's nothing. Uh, and you know, from from the onset of like hearing the words that you know your loved one has this terminal, very fast moving disease, uh, you don't even have a chance to even process it. You just, you just don't, you just automatically go. And especially uh, in this case, uh, her, one of her daughters is a PA. So she went right into, I'm sure, you know, medical mode uh, of, you know, trying to find out as much as you can. Uh, and then when she, you know, really kind of reads in between the lines and digests it because of their, their, her background um, you realize it's, it's, it's uh flight or die and and and, it, and it's a combination of both like you just have to start you know taking control and making them comfortable as possible and you know some 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 have lasted i think they said the longest patient uh from a from a uh, month perspective was just under a year but the average is between four to six months from the onset of finding out this diagnosis so um mm-hmm. just another just another very rare disease that you just don't hear about
1: and, you know, it, it, and of course, obviously with the holidays, I mean, it, it's all also, I think a really good time to reflect on it, especially what has happened these last couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. You know, who have I not reached out to, Right. even though they haven't reached out to me, like forget all that crap, right? Who okay. have I not spoken to? Who That's do exactly. I to? Mm-hmm. don't let that moment. Don't let that moment
0: pass you by. No. And, you know, and I think that that's for some is so hard because, you know, they're thinking, okay, I'm so busy. I know what I'm going through, you know, trying to balance, you know, whether it's workload, children load, you know, preparation for the holidays, whether I'm hosting, not hosting, am I going, did I buy all the gifts? To also know that oh, everyone else is kind of in the same boat, so I don't want to bug them. Um, you, but what I can say to this is, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say, "Hey, you caught me at a bad time." But guess what? You got to hear their voice, and, and that's all you have to say is, "You know what? I understand. I'm in the same shoes." But gosh, it feels good just to hear you, to actually mm. hear you. Uh, now, if you got to resort to the whole texting, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, because you don't hear the person's voice. Uh, but, you know, if, if that's the only way, means of communication, do it for sure. Uh, if it's email and that's the only way of communication, do it for sure. Uh, remember, though, uh, even with reaching out to people that way, there is a voice activation button, you know, through email, through through messaging, so mm-hmm. they can hear your voice, even though you might not necessarily get the, the blessing in the present of hearing them. Um, because this is the only way you can reach out. Let them hear you. Let them hear how excited you were to, uh, hey, what's going on? And, you know, we haven't checked in lately. What, you know, how's life going? You know, after the holidays, let's let's try to get together. or Let's, at, at best, let's, you know, let's pick up the phone and, like, hear each other. Um, and I think, sadly, you know, where we keep going more fast forward with social media and devices and whatnot, we we forget about hearing, uh, and uh, hearing the person's voice at the same time listening to what they're saying, which is two different things, by the way.
1: Yes, we all know that, um, and I'm a stickler with listening and hearing.
0: <laughs> yes, right, and I think the, I, the funniest example I'd love to give about that is, sorry guys, um, because it happens to be, mostly it happens, to, and it happens to everyone, so I'm not going to, say it doesn't but it happens more to men where you can say one thing and a you're lucky if they were intent enough to sit and actually absorb what you said that's the whole listening piece but maybe they pick out a a, a, you know a tidbit well you told me we were going you but you didn't say the time well what does five o'clock mean oh i didn't hear that part because you weren't listening you, you heard the person's voice but you really were not absorbing and listening to what the message was so so men are i think a little bit worse at that than women are yes i went out there for a limb and said that so don't get mad at me men but that's it's your makeup i don't know i don't yeah. know why that is
1: well that is a good question for one for the ages and we, hey we're gonna put it out there what have you experienced with your loved one your significant other do they hear you or do they listen to you and what was maybe the funniest thing that ever happened as a result of that you know just this morning Gary's on his um little um you know iPad thing he he's watching a video and he's like talking to the video like he just he talks out loud his thoughts and Wendy and I were sitting there drinking our coffee and I finally had to look at him and say, "Shut Like we don't want to hear, nor do we want to listen to you commenting on your video." It was just, you know, he's, he's oh like, no,
0: I, I witnessed it when he was when you guys were, were down for Thanksgiving. You know, a couple of times I'd run in, I'm like, "Did you ask me something?" And he wouldn't respond, and I would hear him with the continued yeah. conversation to his iPad, uh, which I thought was hysterical. Uh, but a lot of people do that. And then to me, it's no so different than like, you know, when you're walking around the house, you're kind of talking to yourself, you know, D- did I write that list out? Is there anything else I need? Um, going through the, you know, the, the spice cabinet, uh, cinnamon, uh, nutmeg, do I have all these? And you, you do, I mean, a lot of us are not only visual, uh, learners, but in order to remind ourselves of things, I think we, we end up talking to ourselves out loud, probably more than ever. And I wonder why that's another good question. Why do we do that? I don't know. <laughs> that is a good
1: question. You know, maybe it's the same thing. I know, obviously, we've always talked about journaling where it's pen to paper. And maybe right. since just reading it out loud to ourselves, maybe there's a more of a cement type of process, like a foundation to kind of, the okay. Brain. Yeah. Look at what I wrote and read it out loud you know and how does it sound I've even recorded myself um you know with different things or projects that I've been doing and you know I, I go back obviously and listen to it or view it and I'm like oh my god I, I sound horrible you know or let me change this around so I mean I know why I do it I mean I don't do it on a regular basis just saying <laughs>
0: Yeah, Gare, uh, but you know what, I, you know, it's, 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 you know, maybe just a, a thought process where, you know, he enjoys what he's watching and uh, he thinks he's having a conversation, you know, whatever makes him happy, I suppose. Right. Yeah, you kind of, kind of go with that as well, but True. you know, this is a very, very busy time uh, for the rest of the week. We're probably going to, I'm going to do intermittent lives. We've got a very heck schedule the next week as every, as everyone else does. Um, And until I really learned the ins and outs of Uh, the mechanics of our podcast, which I not, uh, you know, I talk about all the time. I'm not tech savvy with all that, but sadly I have to, uh, you know, bite the bullet and become a little bit more savvy on it. Uh, I am good at live. So we will make sure that, you know, we're still communicating with you to let you know uh, chat about wealth, wellness Wednesday, uh, trending Thursday. And of course, fantabulous Friday, which leads us into the glorious of uh, the Christianity. Christian holiday of Christmas, and you know you've got the Hanukkah. Like there's just so many different good things coming up, and then of course you you know kind of unwind from that, and you don't have much time to unwind. And we're already you know talking about the countdown to the New Year. So uh, as we talked about several times since October, as soon as you know really that that Halloween holiday hits, you blink, and you're already towards New Year's, and that's exactly what we're experiencing now. And when you think about that. You think of we're almost at the October, all of October, all of November, all of December—good three full months. That really a blink of an eye in three months, mm-hmm. and I think people are are starting to realize. Uh, and you and and it's a frequent thing that does happen around the holidays too, is you realize how time is so precious, and time is not, uh, you know, it's not a given for for anyone. You know, we're all on an expiration we're all on an expiration date. Uh, So what are we going to do to make sure that we, uh, before we expire, before that, you know, time untimely, whatever happens, that we are putting out our best effort, that we're trying to uh, make sure that we're connecting with the people uh, that mean the most to us, but also still impacting other people that we might, you know, come into our lives that are unexpected gifts. So, you know, I think we, we kind of realize that, you know, as we wind down the year uh, and then, you know, feverishly pick up that upbeatness that, you know, the holidays give us, uh, which will endure us into the, to the new year.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I just want to share a little tidbit because I thought this was very, a very interesting question. Someone asked me, um, for instance, Two Sisters or, you know, like Triumph Tuesday, why I have the words together. And I thought that was a great question. And that stems from how I learned how to write as a child. I don't know how to cursive write, but it was easier for me to put words together as I would write out a report or something. And then, of course, I had to go back and you know reformat it so two words weren't together. So that is where that comes from. And I just wanted to share that. That has nothing to do with anything, of course.
0: No, and you know, from my perspective, it's you know being in the technology era that we are. Um you know, we hashtag all the time. And for, for when we really came up with this format, for me, it was really about you know having a, a definitive hashtag for each day, uh, which really helps with that mindset. To me, it's the hashtag is almost like a bullet point of, you know, what day it is and to, to lead it with true intention. Uh, like it's emphasized, like it's bold. Um, and, and that's, you know, for me, You know, with the hashtag, that's that's the importance of it. It's it's almost like an asterisk, you know, boldness that I have to be uh, intentional with that that spirit, that mindset of what those words really are. Um, And to me, it's it's just a great format. We love doing it that way. It leads us. You know, each uh, hashtag double word brings us to, you know, that much step closer to the goals that we set out for not only for ourselves, but that we uh, really share with all of you uh, to get your work done, to get your healthy in, to get your vibe on, to make sure you got that clarity, that great mindset, and really the tenacity. And the energy, you know, to really put yourself and your health and wellness first and foremost, because if we don't do that, and we don't share that passion with each other, uh, you know, who's going to do it for us? I mean, we are definitely in charge of who we are. And we're in charge of our health and our wellness and our mindset. So uh, we love our format. We're excited. Uh, And with that, we wish you. Uh, a great merry christmas obviously christmas falls on a sunday so this weekend's going to be a very very busy weekend for a lot of people just make sure that you slow down enjoy uh enjoy this the flavors of the season enjoy the music the spirit the giving uh and let that somehow if you're going through a very sad piece of your life right now let that just you know just just flow over you. Um even the tears, the tears of joy, the tears of sadness, it is all part of because even a lot of people that don't have a direct loss, like a fresh loss, mm-hmm. still mourn. All those loved ones um that, you know, we're not, and um, there's one song, I think it's by Ben Crosby that always kind of gives me that chills. Uh, uh if the fates allow, oh wait Mahana Have yourself a very merry Christmas. And it kind of goes through that, that emotion of, you know, if fate allows us, you know, to continually be together uh, and then a reflection of those that we lost. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the rawness doesn't have to be uh, the only thing that inspires that kind of that Sad feeling it is part of the holiday. Um, but don't let it overcome you. Um, you know, try to try to do the best you can by acknowledging it because you want it. you don't want to bury it. you don't want to just put it aside. Uh, embrace it, validate it because it's real.
1: Yes, and you know, thank you so much for sharing that. And on that note, we do wish you a very merry Christmas and reach out to your loved ones feel here. Hear their voices and engage in such a way that creates that special memory for you. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm with two
0: sisters. And this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss. Uh, One last little tidbit the best present you can give is being in the present. Uh, I will go periodically live uh, from now until uh, the weekend, uh, but we do. We wish you a Merry Christmas, uh, and we will be on next week. Uh, to talk about how we're going to get through and really impact ourselves in the new year. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye
1: for now.